Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast presented by CBG. I'm your host, Sarah Brookbank. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Bruce Kintner of the Samaritan Car Care Clinic. He talks about their recent garage opening and how they're meeting unmet needs in the community. Also on the podcast, we are joined by Laura Mingi, who is the Senior Philanthropic Advisor of the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. She highlights the 2023 Davu Cup winner. The Davu Cup is one of the many awards that will be handed out at annual dinner on September 14th. This year, we are celebrating moving forward as one, and the Northern Kentucky business community is invited to celebrate the past year's successes, look towards what's ahead, and honor the people and organizations helping to lead the way in moving the region forward to the future. You can register for that event now at nkychamber.com slash events. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, CVG, our title sponsor, C Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor, and our episode sponsor, Haran. Now, let's go hear a little bit more from those sponsors, meet our members of the week, and I'll be back with today's guests. Why would you travel to England? For football. To go or not to go? That is an easy question. To visit the land of Shakespeare. To take in all the sights. Authentic fish and chips. To experience arts and culture. Two words, British Open to visit my family. Same reason I go anywhere. For a pint of beer. To start my trip through Europe. Whatever your reason, there's no better time than now. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Hi, everyone. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Laura Mingi, who is the Senior Philanthropic Advisor at Greater Cincinnati Foundation. Laura, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. (laughs) First, and you are part of my favorite segment on uh, the podcast when we get to talk about our annual dinner honorees. Uh, for those on the podcast today who don't already know, annual dinner is happening on September 14th this year. We're excited about it. And one of our honorees this year, uh, the Greater Cincinnati Foundation does the Davu Cup. So Laura, tell us about the Davu Cup this year. Yeah, it's a big year for us. It's our 20th Javu Cup. So big year, two decades of this uh, this award. Um, every year, GCF awards it for individuals who make a profound difference in the quality of community life in Northern Kentucky um, now and into the future. Um, and so it, this is one of the best parts of my job is getting to honor people who have just been terrific um, contributors to our community, uh, generously, philanthropically, leadership-wise, really a across um, all sectors. Um, And this year is no exception. I am so thrilled that our uh, recipient for our 20th debut cup uh, will be Mike Hammonds whom I think needs no introduction. The whole region knows him and loves him. He is an absolute champion for children through his job um, uh, at Learning Grove. Um, But, you know, 
this really, uh, this award is testament to how much he has done for philanthropy in our region. Um, Mike was an architect of GCF's Northern Kentucky Fund, which is actually in its 25th year. So we've got a lot of anniversaries that we're celebrating um, <laughs> in 2023. And, you know, we have a new CEO at the foundation, that foundation, um, and it was meaningful to us to have, you know, on the stage, both a new CEO, a new leader, and also a, a, a founder, um, somebody who um, established with us a, an endowment, um, which has just created a long and rich legacy of support in Northern Kentucky. So Mike's leadership back in 1998, he was then um, the uh, heading up Forward Quest, uh, doing lots of regional agenda programming. Uh, and partnered with lots of different leaders at the time about let's kind of create some dedicated assets for Northern Kentucky um, that will you know, provide permanent and enduring support for nonprofits in Kenton, Campbell, and Boone counties. Um, they pulled this together, a lot of fundraising. 25 years later, this has grown. The endowment has grown significantly over that time. It's been joined by 162 other funds. It's a whole suite of endowments and non-endowed funds at GCF at this point. So we now have an entire family of funds in Northern Kentucky, um, the result of which is just the investment of millions of dollars every year from GCF and our donors in Northern Kentucky. So it starts with somebody's vision. You know, nothing happens, you know, without that um, lead, um, just vision and an idea that really kind of seeded growth and then, you know, just kind of what it's been able to take off from there. So um, Mike was that architect and we just, how fitting that we get to uh, honor him and then that uh, vision and leadership um you know, 25 years later. So he started to become recipient. Uh, and also speaking of philanthropy and endowments, um, Mike was also the head of the Kentucky uh, Philanthropy Initiative back in 2010, which spearheaded what we call the Endowed Kentucky Tax Credit, which has been an incredibly um, <clears throat> terrific and highly tax advantaged incentive for charitable giving to endowments in Kentucky. One of the only states that offers such a great charitable giving incentive. And it has really been a tremendous, um, you know, way for Kentuckians to support their communities in perpetuity. So it goes through community foundations like GCF and Horizon and about, uh, I think, 10 others across the state. So with that model, we've been able to capture, I think, about $50 million across Kentucky in the last decade. So we're just talking about, again, a visionary leader who had an idea for endowments that would create um, growing perpetual support for the Commonwealth and for our region in particular. So I can't think of anybody better to award the Dubuque Cup to this year. <laughs> like you said, it being the 20th year of the Dubuque Cup, getting on, being able to honor Mike Hammonds is such a great thing. We are yeah. so excited to celebrate that on September 14th. And you really already touched on all the reasons why obviously yeah. Mike was the one that was going to be honored this year. Is there anything else about Mike and his work with the Greater Cincinnati Foundation and his work in Northern Kentucky that you want to make sure we highlight? I mean, that's tip of the iceberg is what I've described, right? I mean, he's got such a long list. Uh, his bio is um, pages long, his CV of all the awards and achievements and board services. He's been, I feel like, on every single board you know, in our region for the last, you know, maybe three, four decades. And, um, you know, just testament to how much he cares about our region, the depth uh, and strength of his dedication, you know, to our community and, and all of the ways in which he's helped to, to lead us. Um, certainly his advocacy for children, 
through Learning Grove um, and also for um, the Kentucky's Voice for Early uh, Childhood, um, which is a statewide online advocacy network for kids. I mean, he's his whole career has been dedicated. He began as an attorney and now has really become probably one of the state's just most preeminent uh, advocates for, for kids. So, um, you know, that's a whole nother long piece that I could speak on <laughs> for, for a good amount of time. But, um, you know, just somebody tremendous in our community that I think deserves this kind of um, recognition. And again, you know, he's, he's certainly well known by everybody and, and beloved by everybody, but it's just a delight to get to, you know, put a spotlight on somebody and say, you know, because of that kind of vision and because of the seeds that were planted, you know, um, back in the day, we really could enjoy the fruits um, of, of those legacies. And community foundations are nothing if not the long game. You know, we kind of are here for years and decades long um, you know, just decades worth of impact and investments into our regions. And it doesn't usually happen very quickly. It does sometimes just take, you know, um, decades, if not centuries worth of <laughs> you know, community investments in terms of the growth of assets and partnerships and just adding more people on. So I think to be able to demonstrate what the impact of a 25-year endowment has um, produced and built and created for Northern Kentucky is really, is really something. And just great to be able to um, celebrate that and then really applaud the people who made this endowment possible back in 1998, including like. Yeah, that is such very well said. It is wonderful that we have so many great organizations in Northern Kentucky working to uplift our community, make it better for the future, and knowing that work is going to continue for years and years to come. Uh, Laura, you mentioned you guys have some exciting new things happening at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation. Uh, so tell us about what's been happening lately and what you guys are looking forward to in the future. We have a new CEO, you may have heard. His name is Matthew, um, Matthew Randazzo. He came from the Dallas Foundation. He's originally from Detroit. So he's at his family back in the Midwestern region. Um, just began a few weeks ago, but he is completely fantastic. We are so lucky to have him. I think he'll just be a phenomenal leader for GCF moving forward. Um, and um, yeah, excited to have him meet and our community and all the people in it. So we've got some plans. I think this uh, chamber annual dinner will be one of the first of many events that Matthew will be introduced to our region at. So um, it'll be great to have him uh, be on stage for it. Um, again, I think just the power of having a, a new leader along with a, a founder, you know, in the same space, kind of recognizing the new and the old and that the longevity of community foundations is really important. Um, so we're excited for Matthew's new leadership and we're excited for people to get a chance to, to meet him. We've got a good plan of introductions and <laughs> ways to get him involved in this new region. Uh, we're still very dedicated, of course, to uh, our racial equity initiatives, affordable housing. I mean, all the things, you know, we're steadfast in our mission for vibrancy and equity in our region, those things aren't changing. Um, but we just have, you know, some new staff uh, to lead us uh, in this new direction. So, so steadfast dedication to a mission, but, you know, a lot of sort of fresh perspectives and people coming on as well to help lead us. Uh, we're also getting really intentional with our work around um, business uh, partners. So many businesses in our region are very philanthropic and generous. Um, they want to give back both as avenues for their employees to be engaged in the community and also for owners maybe to um, be philanthropic with gifts of closely held stock or different, you know, um, different assets that they might have within their partnership uh, interests. So we're getting, you know, we're working with many different types of people who just want to give back. And so just simply a question of how do they do that. So focusing on that too. 
Um, and then of course, Northern Kentucky is always, you know, definitely very much a strong uh, partner and region that we're always investing in. So we've got a couple of big grant, uh, grant making rounds coming up uh, for arts and culture, uh, for safety net. So I look forward to a lot more money being um, granted to nonprofits in Kenton Campbell and Boone counties over the next few weeks. So, yeah, so busy, busy as always. Like we said before we started filming, I think you guys are always busy over there at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation doing great work uh, on our side of the river and on the other side of the river. So we greatly appreciate everything that you all do, and especially giving out this Davu Cup every year for 20 years, which is incredible. But Laura, before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to share with our podcast listeners and viewers? Uh, just love the chance to talk with you every year. Love the chance to get to um, say hello to Northern Kentucky, <laughs> my my um, yeah my my chosen home. And um, yeah, I look forward to the annual dinner every every year. So we'll see everybody in a few weeks. Yes, we will. Well, Laura, thank you so much again. And for everyone listening and watching today, don't forget you can register for annual dinner at nkychamber.com slash annual dinner or nkychamber.com slash events. And Laura, thank you once again. My pleasure. See you soon. Congratulations to our members of the week. You can learn more about these businesses by following the Northern Kentucky Chamber on social media, where we will highlight one of these businesses each day. Now, let's meet our members of the week. Allie's Walkabout was started by Allie Clegg when she was only nine years old in 2009. They now employ approximately 30 people and serve thousands of customers. Valley Logistics is a freight brokerage company that handles your shipping needs across the globe. MP for HR provides a complete human capital management solution called iSolved HCM. Located in Fort Mitchell, Hamal Oils and Wellness provides services and information regarding natural solutions to everyday problems. Founded in 1969, Anchor Cargo is a world-class leader in the area of cargo handling and restraint systems. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are joined by Bruce Kintner, who is the director of Samaritan Car Care Clinic. Bruce, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having the Samaritan Car Care Clinic on the NKY podcast. Yes. So you guys fill a very vital hole uh, in services in our community. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But just take us through how Samaritan Car Care Clinic got started. Well, hopefully the the story will resonate with some of the, the listeners and viewers. This actually began back in 2007. All volunteers, and no, I cannot take credit for the original idea, kind of run with the idea, but the original idea came from a minister at a church in downtown Covington, inner city. That church does an awful lot of community meals, outreach programs. That minister, his name is Sinamuthu Simon, said, Bruce, you're mechanical. We got to figure something out. We have some low-income single moms coming to the community meals that are served, free meals every Monday night, Wednesday night. Most don't have cars, but the ones who do, they're desperate for tires, brakes, they need oil change. And he basically said, what can we do? And so that's how we began, Sarah, truly just as an all-volunteer organization offering free oil changes. We didn't hang out a shingle and say, come get a free oil change. From the very beginning, we began working with developing a network of partners, social service agency partners. We went early on to your the Head Start programs, Women's Crisis Center, which has now evolved into Ion Center for Violence Prevention, what's evolved into Life Learning Center, places like that. That is literally how we began. That is very cool. And you serve 
um, a lot of types of people in the community, but there is a very specific client base that you guys are really helping out. So tell us about that client base. Our clients, and Sarah, it's a very good question. Our clients are basically the clients of these social service agency partners. Brighton Center, for example, is one of our larger sources of, we'll call them inbound referrals. Brighton Center does a fantastic job at training who mostly, sadly, low-income single moms, trying to help them get better job skills so they can lead a better life for themselves and their children. So, for example, we were able to help 315 low-income families last year in 2022, just over 70% were single moms. And so that we aren't necessarily seeking single moms to serve only, but it's the agencies that we partner with or count on the Samaritan Car Care Clinic having funding to be able to help these ladies. They're the ones who see these single moms. Yeah, and we talk about uh, the whole, and we mentioned this before um, we kind of popped on here and started filming, is that these people who are, like you said, trying to find a better life for themselves, they're needing to go to jobs, and they have these cars that maybe aren't in the best shape, and then they come to you. So tell us about that whole process. You know, sometimes they come in for brakes, or they come in for tires, and then it's a whole thing. Well, again, a uh, very, very good question, and it leads to the, the classic can of, uh, you know, you're opening this can of worms. So a very common referral, Sarah, is for tires. You have a, a low-income single mom going through job training or has hit a crisis point and has reached out to a St. Vincent de Paul or a Welcome House, or maybe she's at Lincoln Grand Scholar House, again, trying to go to school and better. The referral is for tires. So... We get the car in to either our soon-to-be-open shop, downtown Covington, or one of our network of referral uh, clinics. We, we have uh, repair shops. We have seven different shops. The referrals for tires, but Sarah, it is rare that it's just tires that the car needs. The sad fact is that the families, again, mostly single moms, being referred to the clinic, they're having to choose between rent and groceries every single month. Scrape money for fuel to get to jobs, get to doctor's points for the kids. Maintenance and repair is not in that equation. Yeah. So the cars are pushed way too hard. They're pushed way too far. So the referral from Brighton Center or another agency is for tires. But it does no good to put four new tires to invest. Right. We're wanting to be a hand up trying to help these ladies. It does no good to put four tires on a car that can't come to a stop because the brakes are shot. So that's how we average well over $1,000 of repair because it needs tires, it needs brakes, and the radiator's leaking, and we want to try to make it safe and reliable. Right, and that is the biggest part is the safe and reliable transportation. And one of the things that I think is really unique, and you've mentioned so many community community partners in our short conversation that we've had. Tell us about those partnerships that you have here in the community. Well, the the social service agencies that are in Northern Kentucky, they're beyond fantastic. They do a tremendous amount of great work, unfortunately, because there's also a lot of need. What all those agencies and more simply lacked was an outlet for help with anything related to transportation. Those agencies and more do a great job on housing, job training, medical care, child care, drug addiction treatment. But where is Sarah's transportation and all that mix? That's this 
niche, this unmet need that we have kind of figured out going, there's no one else doing this. And so those agencies, they now just simply, oh, we have someone who needs help. Let's call the Samaritan Car Care Clinic and see if the clinic has enough funding to help. So again, those partners are fantastic. Uh, St. Vince de Paul, Northern Kentucky, for example, all the help that they do with rent assistance, mm -hmm. utility assistance, but who do they need to help? Who do they count on this partnership with the Samaritan Car Care Clinic? And we gladly do it because they and the others do great work. Right. And you had mentioned that you guys have this new shop in Covington. It's a very exciting effort. I know we had some ceremony uh, for it earlier this year, but you guys are really becoming, uh, you know, like a hot spot there. So tell us about this spot in Covington that you guys have. We were very, very fortunate that at the very end of 2021, Corporex owned a, a gravel lot. It was just a gravel lot for 20 plus years along Madison Avenue in the downtown business corridor. And uh, Corporex, along with uh, Corporex founder Bill Butler, said that is going to be the location for the Samaritan Carker Clinic to have its own dedicated shop. Incredibly fortunate that the Catalytic Fund, the Catalytic Development Fund of North Kentucky, we were able to present this idea of creating the region's very first dedicated nonprofit vehicle repair shop to the Catalytic Fund. And uh, Jean Schroer and her board said, that that is neat. We, we know the need is there. We know that access to affordable and reliable transportation is one of the single greatest barriers that these families face right. on their path to self-sufficiency. So we were able to have a construction loan to borrow the money to build the building. So the land was a grant and we offer our absolute thanks for that. So to your listeners and viewers, we do have a mortgage <laughs> that, we, that we need help paying back for. But uh, yes, yeah, so we actually have, uh, we just received uh, last week, the final certificate of occupancy from the city of Covington. So here before the beginning of August 2023 is our plan to be able to open the region's very first dedicated nonprofit vehicle repair shop. Yes. Well, congratulations. I know it has been a long time coming and a lot of work. Like you said, you guys have been doing this for, you know, over a decade. As volunteers for 16 plus years. Yeah. So tell us over the course of your time and doing this, you guys have helped a lot of people, but you've said there's a lot of need. Tell us some of the things that you've learned um, and that you're still learning in this journey. Well, uh, that's, that's a, an insightful question. We're definitely still learning. One of the one of the phrases I use, Sarah, from time to time is I'm still trying to figure out how to crack the funding code. We have had tremendous support, and I absolutely celebrate that from some major foundations, and, and we offer thanks. That's how we were able to help so many families last year. We helped 315 families last year, as I shared, 70% were single moms. We had to turn away over 100 because of funding challenges or funding limitations this year. We've been able to help just under 130 families so far, first half but I've had to turn away over 135 requests for help. Right. Everyone's a compelling story. So what are we learning? We're learning that there is this unmet need mm -hmm. to try to help these families continue to stay on the path to financial independence. There's definitely a gap in knowledge. So one of the things that we have done and will be able to do more frequently now that we have our own location is we host fundamentals of car maintenance classes. We've done this with Brighton Center, with Lincoln Grand Scholar House, with St. Lydia's House, which is an agency over in the Norwood area of Cincinnati, because we're not trying to turn these ladies into mechanics, but it's to have an appreciation. This is why 
you need to have your oil changed. This is why you need to check your tire pressure so that you then don't get stranded. Yeah. So what are we learning? We're learning that the need is great, <laughs> and we continue to try to to build fundraising skills. Yeah, I think that idea of like education is so important. As a young millennial woman, I know absolutely nothing about cars. I did share that before. I will say that a couple weeks ago, the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to anybody ever happened to me. I ran out of gas when I was driving, and I know that is not as extreme as what these women and these families are facing. But I think there is that knowledge gap. I was still stranded. stranded. I still had to get a stranger help me push my car to the gas station. And that was humbling in a lot of ways. Now, for example, that very point, that's Mm -hmm. one of the things I share in these classes. Believe it or not, Sarah, that's very hard on the fuel pump in your car Mm -hmm. because the engineers who design electric fuel pumps now, they're in your gas tank. So viewers and listeners, just a, a hint, hint, don't drive your car until that low fuel warning light comes on. The reason why is the fuel pump is now out of the fuel. Now it's surrounded in a, in a cage. It's not like the motor sitting there worrying away at the fuel. But the engineers count on the fuel to cool the electric motor. So if you repeatedly mm-hmm. run your fuel low, that motor is simply operating out of the fuel that cools it. So it gets hot. All electric motors fail faster the hotter they run. Well, what you guys are doing, like you've said, and like I said, also, you're filling this need in the community that is so, so vitally important. You've mentioned a couple of times there is that call to action. You guys do need assistance when helping other members of our community. So for our viewers and listeners today, how can people get involved? And how can people help support your mission? Well, one of, one of the greatest needs slash opportunities is simple financial support. We do, and I'm incredibly thankful to offer to share. We do have a good group of volunteers who help do some of our maintenance events where we're just, we're just doing oil changes. But we also have, now that we have our own location, a couple of retired mechanics who found out about the clinic and go, what you're doing is incredible. Can I come down and you know oversee, you know, not oversee, wrong word, help a few days a week? And who oversees that is this uh, t- tremendous senior mechanic, veteran mechanic, Jim Dennis, who's joining the shop here in just a couple of weeks as the senior mechanic. Um, and so we, we don't need more volunteers at this point. What we need are financial contributions. We need support to be able to help the families that you know, can stay on that path to financial independence. Your listeners and viewers, many of whom have businesses, they're employers here in Northern Kentucky. It'd be interesting if we could have a, like a direct feedback how many people have you had as employees miss work because of problems with their car? Right. And, and so that's what we hear. And so one of the many seeds we're trying to plant is to see whether or not some of those medium to larger size employers would say, look, we, we're very interested in a subscription type service. Maybe the employee does not need to know that company X is supporting the repairs, but We've got to figure out a way, because after childcare breakdowns, right. transportation breakdowns, that's that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Yeah, I and in this world where we're seeing more increased need from a lot of people because, you know, we're seeing it soaring inflation costs <laughs> and a multitude of other issues that are really putting pressure on uh, our lower income families and people who are trying to, you know, make ends meet every month. I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of increased need. I know a lot of our local nonprofits have. Right. That uh, Yes. The one reason why we have so many agencies that are now, it's more than a dozen, 
referring their clients to the Samaritan Carpenter Clinic because they're seeing increased requests for help. They're seeing increased demand. And that's the reality for your listeners and viewers. We can't keep up. We, we have tapped into this unmet need to help with safe and reliable transportation. The other piece part, just uh, we have a wonderful partnership with Gateway Community College here in Northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Not only on a referral basis, Gateway does outstanding work through its ready-to-work program, trying to help low-income single parents, the vast majority are low-income single moms, who are, once again, they're trying to better their lives. And they have clunkers of cars. And they're trying to get, Gateway's trying to figure out how do we help these people stay on that path to financial independence. So we receive a tremendous number of inbound referrals from Gateway. This lady needs help, and we do the best we can. The other thing that Gateway does, of course, is they're a great training site. Mm -hmm. So we are partnering with Gateway for a low-income student who aspires to be a mechanic but can't afford the tools. That's one of those barriers to that career, Mm -hmm. right? You don't have a barrier if you want to go to a fast food restaurant, but you do have a barrier if you aspire to be a mechanic and you can't buy the tools. So the Samaritan Car Care Clinic is also a co-op training site for a student. But first, before I let you go, because I know you probably have a busy day, is there anything else you would like to share with our viewers and listeners? Well, one, it's a thank you again. But two, you have afforded me this opportunity to share again, I'll reinforce. We've tapped into the Sunmet need. And so the viewers, listeners here of the Chamber podcast, it's an opportunity to say that is a very direct hand up. There's a need for handouts. Someone's Facing food insecurity, they, 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 need, they need food. What we try to do is this hand up. These families, by and large, are trying to help themselves, better themselves, but they face this barrier. They need tires. They need brakes. And the social service agencies where they go to do laudable work, fantastic work. Where do they go for transportation help? And time and again, the one and only is the Samaritan Carpet Clinic. So we're beyond pleased to partner with these agencies. We just need help from your viewers and listeners, Sarah. Yes. Well, Bruce, how can people get in contact with you or with the organization to help out? Good news is we do have uh, our own website, SamaritanCarCare.org. Clinic was getting a little long, so we did drop that. But yes, we actually have SamaritanCarCare.org website. Like most nonprofits, you can actually select, donate, that kind of a thing. Uh, at the encouragement of some very uh, open uh, or like-minded donors, we actually can receive Zelle donations to the clinic as well. Information on that is on our website. And you can actually do the contact us link on our website. Email comes in to me, Bruce Kintner, and we'd gladly add you to our newsletter list. We send out newsletters each quarter. We're going to be sending out our June newsletter here within another two weeks. And it just profiles who we help what we do, and that, wow, is there a need? Yeah. Well, Bruce, thank you so much again for being on the podcast. We appreciate you and the work you're doing in our community. Sarah, thank you again so much. Hi, I'm Shannon Schumacher, Account Executive, Kentucky Market Leader. At Haran, we champion bold innovation to help employers and individuals thrive. As an industry thought leader, we explore new horizons in healthcare, benefits, employee engagement, and wellness. 
we work harder to deliver all the strategic benefits, planning, and execution you expect from a true partner. And we do it with laser focus on your short and long-term outcomes to help manage your benefits while improving your employee experience. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast to learn a little bit more about Samaritan Car Care Clinic and our 2023 Debut Cup honoree. Don't forget to register for annual dinner at nkychamber.com slash annual dinner or nkychamber.com slash events. That event is happening on September 14th. And like we've said, it is the biggest and best event of the year. And if you are an NKYP member, you can get a discounted ticket. Thank you once again to our podcast sponsors, CVG, C-Crew Consulting, and Haran. Finally, if you are a member who would like to be featured on the podcast, or if you're someone who is interested in joining the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, please reach out to Lynn Aplin. And if you're someone who is interested in sharing your workforce strategies and resources on NKY at Work, please reach out to Nancy Spivey. You can find their contact information on the screen in front of you or at our staff directory at nkychamber.com. Thanks once again for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next week. 